the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's common sense conservative commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. All right. Happy Friday, America. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. And we have breaking news. A couple of big stories we've been following. And uh, one of them involves Congressman George Santos uh, of New York. Now, Santos is uh, an alleged uh, sleazeball, um, and I say alleged because he's only been accused. He's only been charged of crimes. He's only been uh, charged of wrongdoing, but he has not been convicted. And uh, this is a big, big issue up on Capitol Hill right now where Santos was just expelled from the House of Representatives. And it was a pretty uh, significant vote. It was a lopsided vote, and that means that a lot of Republicans voted with Democrats to give Santos the heave-ho. And uh, Santos, by the way, is the first person, the first person in American history to be expelled from the House without first being convicted of a federal crime. But, Todd, he's a liar. He lied. He's a liar. Yeah, you know what? I would be willing to say that if that is the standard, then every single person in Congress needs to be expelled. Okay. I see your point. But it's true. He is the first person to be expelled from the House without being convicted of a federal crime or supporting the Confederacy. I'm curious, um, and uh, Ben Dieter, I know you're on the assignment here, but can we check and see if Santos is displaying a Confederate flag or if he's been caught singing Dixie? He hasn't. All right, thank you. No. That was quick. Speaker Mike Johnson announced the tally to a hushed House chamber crowd. The measure, which required a two-thirds majority, passed with 311 lawmakers in favor of expulsion, including 105 Republicans. 114 were against it. Two members voted present. Who votes present? You know what? Man up. Come on. If you're there, cast a vote. Make a decision. Defend your defend your good name. Mr. Johnson, who was described as downcast by the New York Slimes, confirmed that his already paper-thin margin of control had shrunk to three votes. Mr. Santos's expulsion ends one of the most turbulent political odysseys in recent memory, a stunning reversal in fortune for a political outsider 
whose election in Long Island and Queens was heralded as a sign of Republican resurgence. Anyway, uh, Mr. Santos is um, not a happy camper, and um, he was asked on his way out, he says, why would I want to stay here to hell with this place? By the way, let's, uh, let's listen to George Santos, cut number 17. All of the work I've done in this body has been above board. Nobody can actually question my ethics and my conduct in Congress, unlike some of my colleagues who are on on drunken tirades going after their former staff. But I'm the one being pinned for all of this nonsense. And he threatened to name he threatened to name names. He threatened to um, air the dirty laundry, if you will. And I say, go for it, sir. If if there are people on the Republican side of the aisle and uh, they're up to no good, they're cavorting with the interns, then I think that the American people deserve to know that. And then we'll find out the sheer hypocrisy the sheer hypocrisy of all of this. Now, here are a couple of New York Republicans, Congressman Brandon Williams and Mark Molinaro. Uh, here's what they had to say about George Santos. Cut 20. We don't know who he is at all. He is a dedicated, committed con man who is in the halls of Congress and access to government secrets, to um, a lot of things that could be damaging to this country. He has to go. George Santos is doing what every con man and four-year-old does, which is uh, to ignore the truth, take no responsibility, and point at others and suggest they're worse. There was a bipartisan, comprehensive ethics report. That is his due process. It is concluded, it is comprehensive, and it proves that he's a con man, a fraud, and a criminal, and he shouldn't be a member of Congress. But it, but it doesn't. It, it doesn't until he's actually been found guilty. And then at that point, and again, this is cart and horse territory we are in here, and, and it very well may be that he's guilty of every single thing, and I get it. He is an alleged sleazeball, but he is, he is not a sleazeball until he's been convicted. And he's not been convicted. And that's the concern that a lot of people had, uh, including our friend from East Tennessee, a UFO expert, Congressman Tim Burchett, who earlier in the day explained why he would be voting against this resolution. Cut 19. Don't you have any concerns about his conduct? I mean, all the allegations, the criminal charges, he's admitted to lying about so much of his life. I mean, why should he be walking around here going to classify briefings and the like? To say that anybody in Congress can cast stones, I mean, we're we're a bunch of sinners, and that's basically what we all are. Bunch of heathen Democrats. Yes, sir. They're all heathens. They certainly are. Yes, thank you, Congressman. They are. Godless heathen Democrats. That's what I just said, Todd. So I'm telling you, this is this stinks to high heavens, and I want to explain why. So just a few weeks ago, we learned that the House Ethics Committee decided not to move forward on any punishment regarding Congressman Jamal Bowman, the Democrat from New York. So Bowman is the guy who pulled the fire alarm and disrupted a vote on the House floor. It was all captured on camera. The evidence was there. But guess what? He actually pleaded guilty. This was What he did was a crime. And he apologized. But again, this is a matter of 
a Republican who has been charged but not convicted. He got expelled, but they turned a blind eye to Congressman Bowman, and they said, you know what? Well, this guy's a Democrat. We're going to we're going to extend an olive branch. And that's what the Republicans did here. They extended an olive branch to the Democrats. What they should have done is taken that olive branch and beat the holy living daylights out of the Democrats with it. That's what they should have done, but they didn't do that. They want to play nice. But Todd, I, it's Christmas time, and the wife, she, she, she really loves those Christmas parties, pardon me, holiday parties and, and beautiful uh, Williams uh, in, uh, in in Georgetown that Todd they, we just can't we can't get uninvited so we just have to we have to we have to be able to go to the cocktail parties I mean I get it a lot of those Republicans are raging alcoholics and the ones who aren't are the ones who enjoy scarfing down the cocktail weenies if you know what I mean but they love their holiday parties they certainly do. They love those cocktail parties. And if it means abandoning their moral center to make sure they're part of the D.C. party circuit, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And so when it came time to punish the Democrat, they turn a blind eye. But when it comes time to punishing a Republican who has only been charged with a crime, and you might be saying, Todd, this is just a matter of semantics. What's wrong with you? You know this guy's a sleazeball. Alleged alleged you are not a sleazeball until proven a sleazeball that's what the constitution says so again ladies and gentlemen yet another example of the republicans staging hypocrisy at the u.s capitol that's what this is all about all right 901-260-5926 did the republicans do the right thing here did they do the right thing by expelling George Santos? 901-260-5926, our number, 901-260-5926. want to talk about the debate last night. <laughs> so there's so much controversy now. Uh, it turns out that Gavin Newsom, he's not married, so the, the chick is – She's the first partner. That's what they're calling her, the first partner. So she is, uh, <laughs> she's, is that a paramour, I suppose? You know, um, who is it? Joe Scarborough over at Morning Schmo. Uh, he, he and Mika were shacking up for a very long time before they actually, um, he made an honest woman out of her. So anyway, uh, now team, team Gavin Newsom is very upset. And they're claiming that DeSantis cheated last night. And they're also claiming that um, it was just unfair, that they were sold a bill of goods, that they walked into a trap. So we're gonna, I'm going to have a lot to say about this uh, a little bit later on in the program. But let me, let me start here by, by saying this. This was a Fox News, Sean Hannity, Ron DeSantis versus Gavin Newsom debate. And if Gavin Newsom was stupid enough not to see that, that guy has no business being anywhere in politics. They cheated. They cheated. This is the headline from Politico. Newsom camp, Hannity, DeSantis cheated. The messy primetime event outside Atlanta between Newsom and DeSantis did not end when the Fox News camera stopped. 
Newsom's team says DeSantis and Fox broke several rules. Yeah, are and they're surprised by all of this? Really? You're surprised that that Fox and Hannity and DeSantis did not provide a fair and balanced debate? You're surprised by that? Get out of here. What's wrong with you people? Can may I just say this? And Ben Dieter, I, I, I watch I know you watch part of the debate. I I watch the whole thing. And may I just say, and I'm, I just want to be very honest about all of this, about midway through, I just lost interest. And I was uh, scrolling through. I was trying to see, um, see what opinion, you know, how the opinion was shaping up on social media. And, and I'm scrolling down, and I have no idea, but the tater tot mom, her video popped up into my feed, and I got distracted. I sent you down a, a bunny trail. I will say this. So I'm not quite sure what happened midway through the debate, but I learned how to make a very delicious, it looks like, taco casserole topped with tater tots. Wow. Very tasty. you have to invite me over. Anyway, so I asked people on our on our X, our X feed, who, who won the debate? Who do you think won the debate? And it was very interesting. Uh, we had well over 1,000 people vote in this thing. And you guys, after much consideration, uh, you guys determined that it was Donald John Trump with 76.1% of the vote who won last night's debate. So the question really, though, is not who won the debate. The question is, did did the needle move for DeSantis last night? So look, I thought DeSantis did a fine, I, I thought he did a fine job considering the circumstances. I thought DeSantis held his own on conservative policies. I thought he came prepared as best as he could. And I thought he really delivered some zingers. And we're going to play some of those in just a little while. But I want to say this. Something is off about DeSantis. Have you, I know it's inappropriate to talk about this, and I know I'm going to catch the wrath of all the conservative. I think I may be the only talk radio host in the noon to three. Maybe... Well, except for Pancino. I think everybody else is throwing in for a DeSantis. And, and man, people get really nasty about it. Have you noticed that? If you don't bow down and worship Boots DeSantis, then uh, you're like some sort of a pagan. It's really weird. But may I just say something was really weird about the guy. The forced smile and the weird giggles and licking, you know, the tongue kept coming out. Did you notice that? He kept licking his lips. Dude, what are you doing? It was just off-putting. And I don't know. The guy's just awkward. Very awkward. And he would never look at you in the face. Did you notice that, guys? He never looked at at Gavin Newsom. He was always looking into the camera. Newsom, on the other hand, looked very comfortable. Uh, Newsom would look at DeSantis. He would address DeSantis. He would address Hannity. But the guys, Gavin Newsom is a snake. A used car, it's not even a used car, it's just a snake. But here's what I thought was one of the the more um, the more interesting lines here, and it came from Gavin Newsom, cut number two. There are profound differences tonight, and I look forward to engaging them, but there's one thing in closing that we have in common, is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. Ouch. Yeah, well, first of all, Newsom, there's no way Newsom's going to be the nominee. First of all, he got killed in that debate last night. Second of all, 
No way the progressive Democrats go with a rich, white, straight guy. No way. All right, uh, got to take a break here. Uh, your thoughts on last night's debate, winners and losers. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Also, it's Open Line Friday, and that means you can talk about whatever you want to talk about today. We only do that on Fridays, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing what you have to say. We'll be right back, folks. Hi, this is Todd Stearns, and I want to update you on my Calitrin journey. I'm still losing weight. I'm also sleeping a lot better, and I've got a lot more energy. Calitrin really is about more than just weight loss. Here's my good friend Elizabeth from Calitrin. That's right. You know, Calitrin's different than every other weight loss product out there because it's actually good for you. And I don't know how many other weight loss products out there can say that, but Calitrin is good for you. It's safe even if you're on medications. Even if you have health conditions, I'm talking about your heart patients, your diabetics, this is a weight loss product that is good for you. It's proven safe. It's proven effective. It's got a huge 86% success rate with our 90 days. You give it time to work. You're going to love how you look. You're going to love how you feel. And right now we've got a big sale too. Check it out. Our website is toploss.com. That's T-O-P-L-O-S-S.com. Toploss.com. That's toploss.com. And be sure to use that discount code TODD. A little bit later on, uh, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen is going to be here. Also, Congressman Kevin Kiley will uh, weigh in on the DeSantis, Fox, Hannity versus Newsom debate last night. Three against one. And uh, we're going to be talking to Troy Miller from the National Religious Broadcasters coming up a little bit later on. Let's go to the phones here. We're going to start in beautiful Memphis, Tennessee. Arnaz is listening to us on KWAM. Hi, Arnez. What's on your mind? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you for Friday. asking. Um, I didn't. I, honestly, I didn't even know there was a debate last night until like <laughs> yesterday afternoon. Yeah, Arnez. Like, you know, isn't that is interesting? A lot of people were just not even aware that this was going down. Well, I mean, why, but my thing is, why would he? Why would? Why would you? Anybody have a debate with with somebody who, like? I understand what Gavin Newsom is doing. Like he's going into arenas where he's not necessarily a, a welcome presence, and which which I think needs I think more of that needs to be done on both sides. But at the same time, he's not running for president. He's he's not on the ballot. He's not going to be on the ballot in twenty twenty four. He's not trying to be on the ballot in twenty twenty four. And Ron DeSantis, I mean, we've seen his poll numbers. His his he's, his star has really dropped over the last year and a half and you're right he is just he is just weird and awkward especially with the lifts in his boots i mean look dude if you're five nine just be five nine that's it there's nothing wrong there's there's nothing wrong with that i'm six one and i don't even consider myself tall but there's another thing that happened this week that i found it perplexing but at the same time it it, kind of made considering who's involved oh we lost our nez Arnez, do we have you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. All right, Arnez, yeah. hang t- hang tight here. Um, you know what? Because we're coming up on the bottom of the hour, and I want you to be able to finish your thought. Can you hang on for a minute? Okay. All right, we're going to put Arnez on hold. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen, uh, but we will get back to Arnez. And look, I I think Arnez is right here. If you're f- whatever, if you're five nine, be five nine. It's it's okay. 
you, look, we don't we don't care about stuff like that, or do we? All right, hang tight. We've got Joe from Ella J on hold. He's coming up. Your calls as well. 901-260-5926. Open line Friday. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506. Promo code Starns. Davis, the co-founder of The Federalist, uh, writing on social media, says Republicans have not fixed the border. They have not impeached a single corrupt Biden official. They have not defunded Jack Smith or the FBI's weaponization of government, but they have shoveled $100 billion to Ukraine and expelled George Santos. It feels like they want to get crushed in 2024. Look, it's it's a fair point he's making here. I mean, the Republicans... The only people the Republicans are targeting are Republicans. So we'll see how this we'll see how this goes for them. I I mean you're going to be out there on the campaign trail in a couple of months, and you're going to have to tell your voters, well, we yeah no no we didn't impeach we didn't impeach Biden no no we didn't do anything about Mayorkas, but we got George Santos. That's a feather in our cap. All right, I want to go back to the phones here. Arnez in Memphis, Tennessee, was in the middle of making a point. And Arnez, thank you for holding on. Uh, let's get to it. Okay. Um, and, well, what you, my point was basically kind of back to what you said about the House Republicans. Like, look, it's been chaotic from day – it's been chaotic almost from day one between getting rid of Kevin McCarthy, even though it took, what, two, three weeks just to sit him. And then it even took probably another two weeks to get – to get Speaker Johnson in there, it's just it's just been a mess. But let me let me add to that. Um, Hunter Biden. This is a story that really I haven't seen a lot anywhere, but but it, it really drives home the point. He was subpoenaed by the he was subpoenaed by the House Committee. He was subpoenaed by Chairman Comer and Oversight Republicans. Okay, and he agreed to testify. But he agreed to testify in public, in front of the eyes and ears of the world. Okay, I don't see, I don't see no issue there. Okay, y'all want him? He basically willing to answer any and every question y'all put in front of him with the eyes and ears of America watching. Okay, cool. Well, I don't, I don't see no issue with that. And he will, and he willingly, and he willingly asked for that. But the, but Chairman Comer and the Republicans basically said no. They wanted behind closed doors. So they rather him. 
which I'm like, what sense does that make? If he if if he has something you want to hear, why would why, why don't you want anybody else to hear? Why don't you? And one thing that one thing that made me think, and I'm pretty sure I don't know if I can't confirm this or not, but it brought me flashbacks to when Hillary testified for 11 hours, and we're going back almost eight years with that. And here we are, eight years later, we had a Republican president, Republican Senate, two Republican houses, and not one charge. And I've heard of, we've heard about Hunter Biden for God, I don't know how many years now. It's been a while now. Yeah, and we and he agreed to testify in public. In public, let, take, yeah, I can't stress that enough. He agreed to testify with cameras, with cameras, and everybody watching, and they rejected his testimony. And then, so I'm like, what am I missing here? And then you go back to Chairman Comer with he tried with. Well, he had tried to have an impeachment hearing in September. Nothing came of that. Here we are three months. Here we are, what, three three months later, still no impeachment inquiry. So something telling me some somebody's lying somewhere. And I don't and I don't know who. Arnez, but, you're raising you're raising some very fair questions. And I I I had the same concerns when I saw that Hunter Biden was willing to testify in public. And the Republicans pushed back and said, no, we want this behind closed doors. That concerns me. I'm all for transparency for everybody. And if if Hunter Biden is willing to sit before the cameras, then hey, let's have those conversations. Let's have those, let's have those arguments. Let's have those debates. But otherwise, shoving all of this behind closed doors, uh, that leads to a lot of conspiracy theories. And it also raises eyebrows because that tells me that the Republicans at the end of the day may not necessarily have all the goods they think they have on Hunter Biden. So, uh, Arnez, appreciate that call. We're going to pay close attention to this, and we'll see how all of it plays out. But it's it's been very disappointing how the Republicans have handled all these investigations. And the facts remain. Not a single person in the, the Biden administration has been impeached. Uh, let's go to Ella J. Georgia, our good buddy Joe on the line. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Todd, you're the greatest. Your, your great radio show is going to lead to a huge Trump landslide win. I'm fired up by everybody I'm talking to, to down here. For Trump, We about what you're talking about, Republicans, though, we've got a great lady named Mallory Staples. She's head of the Georgia Freedom Caucus, and she goes after Republicans, Todd, that are not voting right. So most of these incumbents do not put the taxpayers first. They put lobbies and everything ahead. But she's going after Democrats and Republicans who do not put the taxpayers first who are paying their salaries. So I just wanted to say on your show that this Mallory Staples, I think she'll be president of the United States someday. And I'm going to call her after I'm on your show and tell her to be sure to tune in to you. But anyway, Joe there's, a, Joe, there's a brand new poll out, a Harris poll. And former yeah. President Trump now leading Joe Biden by eight points. Uh, that's in a four a four way matchup. I mean, we're we're yeah, heading man. towards landslide territory. I agree. I think it will be a landslide with your show. And but anyway, this Mallory Staples is great, and I'm going to tell her all about your show. But but you're doing a great job. I run into people every day to say, Joe, I listen to the Todd Starn show. So I'm just proud of you, and you keep up the great work, my dear friends. Well, Joe, always good hearing from you, and uh, you be good down there in uh, the great state of of Georgia. Um, By the way, it's um, 
the, the, the debate last night was held in Alpharetta, which is in the North Atlanta suburbs. Here is uh, one of the more interesting moments when Ron DeSantis uh, pulled out one of his visual aids. Cut number five. Well, I'm looking at total time. Governor DeSantis yeah, look, about two minutes. This, 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 this is a map of San Francisco. <laughs> There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. He's he's not wrong. I mean, that, that's exactly what they did. And they do have, um, at taxpayer expense, a, a group called the Poop Patrol uh, they're hired city workers, and they go out there, and they are uh, their job is to go up and clean out the um, the human poop that's been left all over the place. Oh, DeSantis also, um, and this was a little weird, but and I think DeSantis made the point well. But he pulled out of his pocket, he pulled out some kitty porn uh, that they're putting in the libraries, the public libraries, and um, dare I say it was very graphic. But DeSantis certainly came prepared. Do you think it moved the needle at all? I'm just curious. Uh, first of all, did you watch the debate? And if you did, did are you more inclined to vote for Donald Trump or, or Ron DeSantis? Our number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Got to tell you about what's happening over at Newsmax. Man, are they doing some great stuff. And we understand the audience for our show is off the charts, and I want to thank all of you guys for watching. We really appreciate that. Uh, Newsmax has also launched Newsmax Plus. More than 150,000 people, they they tell me, have already signed up for this. Uh, by the way, Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV. You're going to be able to need that because tomorrow President Trump is giving a very important Save America speech in Iowa and you'll be able to watch that exclusively on Newsmax Plus. By the way, they um, also have some incredible documentaries and movie specials. So, folks, uh, check it out. It's not going to cost you a single penny to start. All you have to do is go to NewsmaxPlus.com for a free trial. There's no risk. NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Yeah. 
so this was sort of weird. After after the debate was supposed to conclude, Hannity convinced the guys to stick around after the commercial break for another half an hour. And everybody agreed to do it on camera. They go to a commercial break. Hannity comes back and says, oh, well, you know, it turns out both the guys ended up having commitments they didn't realize. I mean, it was all bogus. But Politico now reports that this was all because of Mrs. Newsom. They call her the first partner, but she's married. So why is she not the first lady of California? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So according to Politico, the the Newsom team was so enraged, they demanded that the debate end. And Mrs. Newsom walked over and said, we're done. In other words, Newsom was beaten so badly that his wife had to throw in the towel. It was not a good. It was not a good night for him. But again, I, that's not the point. The point is, did the needle move for Ron DeSantis? Did anybody in Trump world say, you know what, I like this guy? Our telephone number is nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. That's nine zero one two six zero five nine two six. There's an interesting uh, an interesting note from our friend. Uh, Kurt Schlitter. Uh, he is an attorney and a prolific uh, writer. And um, the, a lot of people have been analyzing Gen Z workers and staffers. And uh, he tells an interesting story. He says, we had an Ivy League student show up wanting to be a law clerk. She was late to the first interview. But we chalked it up to the parking situation because it's kind of puzzling. But then she was late to the second interview. So my partner met her at the door and told her to leave. She was stunned and offended. Apparently, no one had ever told her no before. None of my lawyers are Ivy League, and I will put them up against anybody and and do put them up against anybody, and we win. So is is that how you hire people, ladies and gentlemen? I'm just curious. So Nate Silver from uh, over at natesilver.net writes this, if I were hiring right now, I'd prefer high-achieving state school students, undifferentiated Ivy League students, not at remotely close call. And all of this stems from a report out there that um, Ivy League students, and this is fascinating, Ivy League students, Yale and Harvard, if you have a 79, if you score a 79, you're getting an A. Tyler Austin writing uh, that he finds it insane that Ivy League schools are doing great inflation and that so many people at non-Ivy League schools insist on grading rigorously. Enforcing the pre-existing opinion of employers that elite university kids are geniuses when they're not. And state school kids are idiots, which they are not. It is a fascinating thing. So given the choice, would you rather hire a high school or a high school graduate, a community college graduate, a trade school graduate, or an Ivy League graduate? It's a fascinating thing. But yeah, a lot of kids are coming out of college and they believe they are they are owed life on a silver platter, and that is just simply not how it works. 
It takes many people years to finally get to where they want to be in life. Years. So good for you, Kurt. And I'm sorry, maybe that young lady next time when she's told to be somewhere at a specific time will be there at a specific time. She may not realize it, but those two guys did her a very, very good favor. Uh, let's go to Bill in Memphis, Tennessee, wants to weigh in on the debate. Hi, Bill. What you got for us? Hey, Todd. I want to confess, first of all, I didn't see the debate, but everything I've heard about it and everything you just said, what it sounds to me like happened was it might have moved the needle slightly for, um, God, man, I'm drawing a blank. Totally. Boots. Boots um, DeSantis. Boots DeSantis. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. But Gavin Newsom didn't have any favors done for him last night. He apparently, I think it exposed him for the lunacy he is and the lunacy that is California. Um, and if he does decide to run for president, I don't think this helped him any. And I think that's a good thing for us. Yeah, for America. I, yeah, I think so. I think so, Bill. Um, but for for Newsom, for him just to to show up completely unprepared, and he really thought yeah. he was going to be able to coast through that interview. It's arrogance. Yeah, big time, big time. So, for you, did it change? Did did the needle move at all? Or are you still an, a Trump guy? Oh man, I'm such a Trump guy. I'll tell you, I, I even have the mug I drink out of. You know, the mug shop mug. Oh, you got one of those. <laughs> I did get one of those. I like to pull it out when certain company comes over. You know. <laughs> I love it. So you like to trigger. I do, you know, it's not like triggering some of my friends. I love it. All right. Well, Bill, pre- appreciate that call, and th- thank you for listening. By the way, um, Trump posted a parody of, of all of this on uh, True Social, and you know where they where they put the location? Instead of Alpharetta, Georgia, he had Loserville. Cut number uh, six, please. All right, welcome back to debates that nobody really gives a about i'm your host sean hannity and tonight we have the governor of california gavin newsom and florida's governor ron DeSantis. let's begin <laughs> all right first question have you ever betrayed the greatest president to ever live and president donald j trump no uh what kind of question is that what the hell very simple question but let's try the next one are you a short insecure little man that likes to wear lifts inside your cowboy boots yes or no answer please nope you know what my wife bought me those lifts and i happen to like them okay he's even using a stepping stool i can see it from over here governor we clearly said no step stools you either get off of it or you're leaving this stage right now <laughs> anyway that's funny stuff it's funny stuff you know you know desantis got triggered by that that's the problem desantis can't take a joke he just can't. All right. I have a question for you all. Moms, grandmoms, this is for you. So uh, there's a big headline story in the New York Post. A woman, a mom, is charging her family $200 per person for Christmas dinner. Her name is Carla Bellucci. She said she's going to be charging her relatives nearly $200 per person, believing that she ought to be compensated for the burden of preparing a meal for 15 people. Ben, does your mother charge? When when you guys go go for, like, Christmas dinner, do you have to bring a credit card? It's not cheap feeding people. 
It also takes a lot of time to put together a nice meal, she said, talking to the Daily Mail. She refuses to take any criticism. She says, get stuffed with all the trimmings. She has an immediate family of six, including her husband and her youngest three kids, and she's expecting a big big house full of people. I'm not sure why, but in the New York Post, instead of posting a photograph of her wearing, I don't know, a Christmas sweater and apron, she's wearing a form-fitting one-piece swimsuit. The $200 dinner includes turkey and a glass of champagne. Any additional alcohols will have to be BYOB. Are you kidding me? It's like 150 bucks for the, the Christmas buffet at the Waldorf, and it's all you can eat. And you can get uh, gold flake desserts afterwards. So I'm curious, have, <laughs> would you ever charge your family for Christmas dinner? She said her guests will be treated to listen will be treated to listen to King Charles make his Christmas speech. Oh geez, hello. She says that qualifies as a dinner perk. Doors will open at two o'clock with a game of charades, and she will kick them all out and send them home at 10 p.m. All right, what do you think about this, folks? Charging for your family Christmas dinner. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh yeah. You know, it, it's really puzzling everybody uh, about George Santos. Because right now, you've got a woman by the name of Rashida Tlaib who organized a riot supporting a Hamas terrorist on Capitol Hill, put many, many lawmakers in grave danger. This woman faced no repercussions. You have Congressman Eric Swalwell, who was doing a little bang-bang on a spy called Fang Fang. No punishment at all. This guy got off completely scot-free. You've got, you've got Ilhan Omar, who was um, married allegedly to her brother, for visa fraud, and nobody got in trouble for that, not a single person. 
you can go down the list of lawmakers who have been accused of doing very, very bad things. And those people are allowed to maintain their positions, their seats of power on Capitol Hill. But George Santos, who has yet to be convicted of a crime, has now been expelled from Congress by Republicans. And we have compiled a list of the rhinos, the dirty rhinos, who voted to expel George Santos. And we're going to be publishing that on ToddSterns.com. But I'm telling you right now, folks, this is absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. For once, the Republicans have control of Congress, and yet for they every single time, they, they botch it. Every single time. And pretty much it's a who's who of, of leftists who voted to oust George Santos, to expel George Santos. So we're going to be taking your calls on this. Was it the right move for the Republicans to make to give Santos the heave-ho? Or should they have waited until he was actually convicted of a crime? And again, ladies and gentlemen, if they are going to stand there and say that this man was expelled because he lied, he just said so many things that were untrue. So many things. Okay, well, you know what? A lot of Republicans lie up on Capitol Hill. All the Democrats do. So are we going to expel, I don't know, um, hmm, everybody on Capitol? Is that what we're going to do? Is that the is that the bar now, right? Is that So we're saying anybody who lies gets the heave-ho? Is that, is that what we are saying now? So anyway, George Santos says that he's going to be exposing a lot of the dirt. Hope he does. Not sure he's got much. But we'll be taking your calls on this today. It's also Open Line Friday on the program. That means you can talk about whatever is on your mind. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. So it's, uh, it's really unfortunate because, again, the Republicans are just stepping in it. And they, they just, I don't, they can't help themselves sometimes. It's very unfortunate. So um, all you Republicans who, who did the right thing, and sometimes it's hard to do the right thing because it, it feels like it's not. But again, you've set precedent here, and it is a very, very bad precedent. We've got some great guests coming up uh, in just a few moments. We're going to be talking to Congressman Kevin Kiley about last night's debate between Gavin Newsom and Fox News, Sean Hannity and Ron DeSantis. Also, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen is going to drop by, and we're going to be talking to Congressman Jeff Van Drew, uh, the Republican out of New Jersey. Uh, He's got some significant allegations about censorship on YouTube and the COVID vaccine. So looking forward to having that conversation with him. Want to play some audio from last night's debate? This is Ron DeSantis and another brilliant. I thought this was a brilliant point DeSantis was trying to make. Cut number three. Turns. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida, and he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, "And oh, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law, so we do count." Gavin's in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. And, and why are we why are we getting people to come? We have a 50-year low in the crime rate. 
You don't see in the last 10 years, we've had a 45% decline in homelessness. California's had a 45% increase in homelessness. We back the blue. I was walking the streets of San Francisco a couple months ago, and I had some of the cops in San Francisco do a beeline to come over to me, and I didn't know what they were going to say. And they're like, we want to thank you for standing for law enforcement because we don't get that support in the state of California. So people understand quality of life matters. They understand that Florida's doing it right. And I can tell you the numbers speak for themselves. We have way more people moving to this state than leaving. Gavin can't say the opposite. More people are leaving California than are moving into California. Uh, Well, there you go. And he's not wrong, and he brought all the evidence to back that up. But again, the question is not whether or not he won that debate. The question is whether it moved the needle. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Martha in, is that Asheville? Yeah. North Carolina. All right, yes. Martha, what's on your mind? Hey, Todd, I listen to you regularly. I'm a very, very staunch conservative. You cannot get more conservative than I am. I'm not a... I feel a butt's coming, though, Martha. It. I feel a butt's coming. I'm not, I'm not extreme. I'm not extremist. I'm very disappointed to hear you say that it's, it's wrong to kick out somebody out of Congress that, that bold-faced lied to people that he was trying to get to vote him in. And you're like, it's okay to lie. We Everybody lies. Everybody lies. So it's okay. I completely disagree with you on that. They did the right thing. People should stand up and make people be accountable for what they did. Everybody knows he lied. He's a liar. So how can you take up for him? I don't understand how you can do that. I'm not, I'm not speaking up for I'm not taking up for him Martha I, and I agree if if he if he committed a crime and he gets convicted of that crime he needs to be removed from Congress but he hasn't been convicted of a crime yet and and, and if we, but if we are going to go down this path and and we're going to start expelling people who lie then we have to expel just about everybody who is currently a member of Congress otherwise it's nothing more than hypocrisy Martha well, I understand that. I do. I understand. So that. I'm not he's supporting him. I think right. he's a sleazeball, but he's an alleged sleazeball right now because he hasn't been convicted of any crimes. Yeah, but the people that you referenced that were also liars, and they all are, I agree, they haven't been convicted of a crime either. No, no, no. Oh, yes, they have. Oh, yes, they Yes, Jamal Bowman pleaded guilty to that misdemeanor. So he, yes, and that's why... That's why I've been using him as the example, because he is convicted of a crime. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. But well, again, I mean, Rashida Tlaib, it's the evidence is there. I mean, she was out there leading the charge on the steps of the Capitol and causing this, what was nearly a riot. You know, they had to lock everybody in their offices. Right. But she wasn't yeah, charged. I, no, I know. I, and and, and there, there's not, there, it's a two-tiered uh, system. I mean, Believe you me, I understand that. I mean, this guy, if he were a Democrat, he wouldn't be getting checked out. I understand that. To be on the outside looking in, just a, a voter who really does care, it's so disappointing. It's just heartbreaking, really. It, I would not necessarily. I mean, Martha, I would not be. I, I understand exactly where you're coming from here. I, I do. And I would not be. I would not be as vocal about this had they not gone and done the right thing with with Jamal Bowman. 
and they decided not even a slap on the wrist for this man who literally disrupted a major vote on Capitol Hill, and they didn't punish the guy. I got a problem with that. I I completely agree. I have a problem with all of it. I have a problem with all of it. But I do like your take on things, and I do respect you for for your stance and your Christian stance, and um, we all need to stand together and try to get some leadership in this country unless we're just sunk. And we're, we're not always going to agree on everything. But 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 again, at, I understand where you're coming from. And at and in this particular instance, once he is found guilty, boom, you're out of there. That's all. They're, they're doing this. They're doing this to score political points with the Democrats. And the they and their mind, Martha, they think, wow, if the Democrats think that we're going to play hardball with our own people, maybe they'll get along with us. There is there was a political decision made here. And it's not going to work out well for the Republicans. It never does. It never does. I'm very worried. We we have to get some leadership. It doesn't seem like we have much. But, uh, but this is very true. Uh, Martha, hang in there, and uh, thank you for listening. Beautiful town, Asheville, North Carolina. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. They have a great liberal bookstore in downtown called Malprops. Malaprops. And I love going into that place only because it triggers people. And they don't carry a lot of conservative books. I always ask where their Rush Limbaugh collection is every time I go in. I know it's not very nice, but, you know, it's good. It's good for the liberals to be triggered every now and again. All right. uh, We're going to take a break. When we come back, some news about McDonald's. This is interesting news, but they finally want to do something about the beef and their hamburgers. Open line Friday. We're taking your calls. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Ben Dieter, are you a, a big fan of, of McDonald's, the Golden Arches? You know, I it's a hit or miss. I was as a kid. I've matured and grown up. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. I mean, do are you a big fan? Of, I would go to McDonald's because of what was in the little bag. You mean the Happy Meal? The Happy Meal. Oh, is that right? The toys. I mean, what other place in this country gives you not only a hamburger and fries, but also a little toy? That This is a good point. By the way, speaking of that, so now I have two McDonald's stories to share with you, Ben Deer. So McDonald's, uh, this is from the Today Show. 
McDonald's is bringing back adult Happy Meals. So these are Happy Meals for, for grown-ups. Well, tell me what, there's adult toys in I there. I wonder what the prize is. I don't, don't want to know. Kids, that's not a balloon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the, so the uh, the adult version of the Happy Meal comes with, like, a Big Mac. So it's like a, you get more food, I guess. Oh, all right. More reason to go to the Golden Arches. Yes. So you get to choose from a 10-piece chicken McNuggets or a Big Mac. And the box also comes with fries, a soft drink, and something called a McNugget Buddy toy. <laughs> that sounds a little creepy. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Very odd. So anyway, there's been a big problem at McDonald's. I'm a fan. Believe it or not, I am a fan of the original cheeseburger. But the problem is there's like no meat in the cheeseburger. And it's dry. It's super dry. So McDonald's has apparently figured all of this out. And they are now overhauling all of all of their burgers. This is like they've been working for seven years to make a juicy hamburger. Seven years. They're un- so do they claim the original cheeseburger? Like, I mean, what do they mean by this? Well, is I mean, it all of their patties? Is it just a? You know how the left talks about reimagining. They're reimagining the patty. They are, but they're also doing some, like, for example, the Big Mac. And I'm curious, have any of you, do any of you folks still go to McDonald's? And if so, are, have you been disappointed in the product? <laughs> it used to be when you, I mean. Is that rhetorical? Well, no, because when I was growing up, I mean, in South Haven, Mississippi, I remember I was in third grade. And when McDonald's came to town, it was like, you know, the Lord had returned. And, you know, he was wearing big clown shoes and had an orange wig. That's Ronald McDonald. We were, I mean, it was like the biggest story of the, I mean, the newspapers were there and the TV stations and man, everybody loved McDonald's. Do you think it was because, and take me back to the day, because I wasn't around then. Um, did, was there just a lack of competition? Because now everybody has a McDonald's. There was a Whataburger, there's in and out was it that just that they were the standalone restaurant? No, not really. I mean, you had Burger Stink and you had um, <laughs> Wendy's. Wendy's was just coming on, but Wendy's was more like a higher brow burger. You know, it was it wasn't like for kids, but people just it was just good food, and it was you could go in and get a hot burger, hot fries, and you know have a good time. And unfortunately, I think with the fast food industry, people just don't take pride in their work anymore. Well, it started with two things. They eliminated the dollar menu, and they'll claim it's the dollar menu, but when you actually get something off the dollar menu, it's actually a dollar seventy-five. And then they got rid of the snack wrap. And when they got rid of the snack wrap, it was over for the, their reputation. You see, I just think they went too far. It, they're a burger joint, right? Nobody's going to McDonald's for a healthy salad. <laughs> You're going for a Big Mac. You're going for some nuggets, and if you want something healthy, get the filet o fish, oh, or the apple pie, or the apple pie. Which, by the way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how how long you wait for that thing to cool off. It's still three hundred degrees when it hits your tongue. It's it will literally. True. It just your it vaporizes your tongue. Am I? I'm not kidding here. Why is that? Do we know? It's so freaking hot. <laughs> You can put it in the deep freezer, and it's still coming out scalding. And by the way, and then and then every McDonald's, 
their their ice cream and milkshake machines are always broken. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you are. And on top of all of that, since we're now airing our grievances against McDonald's, I would always get their McChicken. It was on the one dollar. See, my dad was a pastor, Todd, and that meant I got one thing off the dollar menu, maybe two if he was doing if, if he was being generous, and then water. So, but the problem with the McChicken was half of it was not even on the sandwich. They they put the mayonnaise on the wrapper, and then you had to piece it together. It was like a do-it-yourself hamburger. They're bringing the Hamburglar back. He's the uh, one of the characters. And uh, I look, this is I I will say this. I I hope they do this right because I do love when McDonald's. If you get a McDonald's and they're doing it right, it's good. But you have to eat it there, right? That's the issue. McDonald's doesn't hold very well. Actually, it does. Really? You could save a nugget for an entire year, and it won't disintegrate. It only gets bigger. Anyway, McDonald's uh, says their Big Mac, two all-beef patties. Uh, There's going to be more special sauce. They're going to be rethinking the lettuce, cheese, and the pickles. And the bun is now a buttery brioche. And Ben Dieter, they're going to scatter the sesame seeds in a random pattern to make it look homemade. Yeah, that'll do the trick. <laughs> Sold. Wow. I don't you know what? Maybe just making good food and getting the order right. Maybe that's a good start. What's the does it say on the story by today when this begins? Um, we need to go. We do. We need to try it out. I'll do some research on the break. They're rolling it out. More than 50 tweaks on the burgers. That's what they're saying. I don't know. I'm a Five Guys guy, though. I am curious. Any of you folks, have you abandoned McDonald's? I mean, they were, you know, if McDonald's goes, there goes the country. Uh, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. I mean, what a burger? Yeah, it's a good burger. I know it's like, what a burger? It's okay. But you can't have a restaurant called It's Okay Burger. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Uh, just a reminder that we're switching over phone lines, and so our call-in number is changing, and uh, that's why you need to be calling us at 901-260-5926. We'll keep repeating, and that's the reason why um, we've been we've had the same phone number for for years, and so we're switching over. So write this down: 901-260-5926. 
Want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Good to have with us from California, Congressman Kevin Kiley. Congressman, hope you're doing well today. Uh, yeah, doing all right. Thanks, Dad. Congressman, I so I was really um, intrigued last night watching. I was following your uh, your real-time reactions to this debate. Uh, what's your takeaway from what we saw last night? Well, my takeaway is there are sort of no depths of, uh, of delusion to which uh, Gavin Newsom will not uh, drop. I mean, some of the things that he said last night were so outlandishly uh, at odds with reality that you almost can't even believe that he said them, even giving what you, you know, the shamelessness that you sort of expect of him coming in. Uh, you know, when you talk about, you know, he accuses other governors of being lockdown governors. And he had the worst lockdowns of any state in the country, was very last in the country and getting kids back to school. When he tries to claim that people are moving to California more than Florida, when California has the highest out migration rate in the country, has led the nation in U-Haul departures each of the last three years. I mean, you saw an individual who is willing not just to sort of, you know, skate over the facts or to say things that are false, but to paint a picture that is the exact opposite. Uh, of reality, and then indeed to say to the rest of the country, uh, it should be a similar picture. He wants to take the California model national. He said that uh, time and time again. Uh, so I think that at the very least, it was an opportunity uh, for the rest of the country uh, to uh, get a sense of just how willing he is uh, to mislead and to promote a false narrative. And I was trying to do what I could uh, to correct that narrative during the debate. I was really taken aback by the ease with which he lied. I mean, he is a, a very good liar, and, and even in the face of the facts, which uh, Fox News did a good job of presenting last night. Uh, yes, that's right. I mean, he is simply, uh, you know, the, it's like the, the facts mean nothing. to him, And uh, he's also uh, very shameless when it comes to uh, to taking a sort of an isolated, uh, you know, statistic or number uh, and then completely distorting it to paint a picture that is uh, is not reflective of, of the reality. I mean, when you look at, for example, the issue of, uh, of the California exodus, he tried to he actually manipulated the data uh, to arrive at this completely made up figure of per capita people moving from one state to another. But what he did is he made it per capita one way, but not the other way in order to uh, make uh, the outcome the completely complete opposite of reality. And he did that time and time and time again. I mean, look at what he said about the border. He says that the border crisis is not Biden's fault. It's Congress's fault. I mean, uh, are you kidding me? Uh, Biden came into office and has for now three consecutive years set the all-time record in American history uh, for illegal border crossings. Uh, is that because of Congress? Biden had a Democrat Congress, House and Senate, uh, for the first two years of his administration as he was setting these records. And so for Newsom to come out and say, that, no, 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 that's the, that's the Republican House that did that. I mean, it, is, uh, it would be laughable if it weren't so tragic because of what we know this border crisis is doing to our country in terms of fentanyl, in terms of human trafficking, in terms of the terrorists who are no doubt uh, potentially coming across the border as well. I think it's interesting th- to watch the mainstream media here, Congressman, in the aftermath of this. Uh, Newsom just did not do a good job, and it looks as though he came in unprepared for this, or maybe he just didn't care. I don't know, but um, it, it just seems to me that the the media especially was expecting Gavin Newsom to come out and to, to wipe the floor with DeSantis. That did not happen last night. 
Right. And, you know, I think, number one, Newsom is not a very good debater in the sense that uh, he has no ability to be analytical and to actually, you know, uh, look at a problem and to provide a reasoned explanation of his policy. Instead, he likes to simply just throw out, make crazy assertions or uh, quite more often than not. Uh, to sort of pivot uh, to a completely different issue. Like, um, you know, one example of this is he loves to talk about these book bans, which is a made-up issue, right? You have schools that are making decisions about what materials are appropriate for which age groups, which I'm assuming Newsom believes is something that they should do. I don't think he'd say you should have any material available to any grade level. But uh, what he doesn't talk about at all is that in California, uh, kids aren't reading at all. Uh, in many places. They can't read at all in many schools. California has the lowest literacy rate in the entire country. We have 800 schools where 75% of the students aren't at grade level. We have in the last, uh, the data that was just collected for this last year, California has the single worst performance when it comes uh, to eighth grade reading. We're third worst in the country when it comes to fourth grade reading. So he doesn't care about, care about the fact that our own kids can't read at all, but he seems to care a lot about what kids are reading uh, in other states. So, he, you know, he's a bad debater, but he also just has an impossible burden in a sense that he has created for himself uh, by, number one, uh, having the absolute worst record in the country as governor. And then number two, making these delusional claims that California, which has the worst performance in all of these ways, should be a model for the rest of the country. So he literally has created a burden for himself of having to make what is the worst look like the best. I thought it was fascinating. At the at the end of it, Hannity convinced the guys to keep going. They took a commercial break, and then they came back, and Hannity was like, oh, yeah, everybody had other things to do. Uh, Politico's reporting that it was the wife, uh, Mrs. Newsom, who stepped in and said, that's it. We're done. We're, we're, we're out of here. And they're now accusing <laughs> they're accusing Fox of, and, and DeSantis of cheating and rigging the debate last right. night. Right, right. The debate was rigged. That's what he's saying. I mean, uh, you know, what does that tell you about how he thinks it went? Uh, went? The, the performance was, was widely lampooned. Uh, I think people across the country uh, who were watching uh, were like, something doesn't quite uh, add up here when they listen to the things Newsom's saying. But it's, in particular, it's people in California uh, who are saying that. I mean, if you're living in San Francisco, uh, you are living in a city that is on the verge of collapse. That's what the San Francisco Chronicle said on its editorial page, San Francisco on the verge of collapse. San Francisco has a homeless situation like you would not believe. People, the drug, open-air drug use is completely uh, rampant, and people are leaving that city faster than any major city in U.S. history. And let's remember, Newsom was the mayor of San Francisco. That's where Pelosi represents. That's where Kamala Harris is from. So if California is supposedly a model for the nation, as Newsom says, San Francisco is like that model in its most advanced stage. And if you want to have San Francisco's level of homelessness, its level of crime, uh, the, the drug use and everything else, the outrageous cost of living that people have to deal with in that city, then, yeah, let's follow Gavin Newsom's lead, whatever that might mean. Uh, but I think that there are a lot of uh, states and, frankly, even parts of California, like the one that I represent, that have charted a very different course and have produced a much better quality of life for their residents. Mm. All right. Well, Congressman, we're going to leave it there. Always appreciate um, your guidance on what's happening there in, in California. And uh, while Newsom, I, I think he did himself no favors last night. I would agree with you. All right. Congressman, <laughs> thanks, thanks for having have, me on. Have a great weekend. Uh, Congressman Kevin Kiley, everybody from the great state of California. Uh, by the way, libs of TikTok, 
They won't expel Swalwell, Schiff, Omar, Tlaib, or Bowman, but they will expel Santos. This is why Republicans lose. I'm so sick of cowardly and spineless Republicans. There you go. 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. That's 901-260-5926. Now um, there is some new um, there's some there's some new material coming out of Massachusetts, new information about this so-called um, I guess pneumonia bug. They're calling it the white lung. Apparently now more kids are coming down with this over in Massachusetts, and the rumblings are that the kids who are coming down with this were all vaccinated. Now we're working to confirm that information, but that's the reporting out there as as it now spreads to yet another state. So we told you yesterday about what was happening in Ohio, where more than 200 kids have been um, have contracted this pneumonia, and now in Massachusetts, where it's breaking out as well. All that to say, we're living in some pretty unstable times with all of these uh, pandemics, the supply chain interruptions, the economy on the brink. And as we learned in the China virus in the early days, most of the medications we use are actually made in China. And that's where the wellness company comes in. They have a great medical emergency kit, and it contains all sorts of really important information for you, uh, from anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon. This medical emergency kit, and I personally have one downstairs in my office, is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. All you need to go, do is go to twc.health slash darns that's twc.health slash darns and you can order one today use my promo code starns and you're going to save an extra 10 percent. that's twc.health slash darns this is a red alert for hard-working americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda wealth protection research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security we're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like jim rickards and porter stansberry they're not afraid to tell it like it is exposing how the system is rigged against you text ideas to 76626 to find out more with the 2024 elections storming our way your ira and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs that's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late get this critical report text ideas to 76626 the fight for your financial freedom is on text ideas to 76626 now for your free report that's ideas to 76626 standard text and data rates may apply so you know christmas is right around the corner and now it's a great opportunity to head over to toddsterns.com check out our store we have all sorts of great wonderful gifts for the conservative in your life my favorite is the the book our daily biscuit devotions with a drawl and uh, you'll be able to pair that with a, a great coffee mug, the Blessed Not Bitter Coffee Mug. So uh, be sure to head over there and check that out. Order yourself one of those, or you can buy it for somebody. Uh, again, ToddStearns.com. This story out of Princeton. Oh, these Ivy League schools. Turns out they're very upset that conservatives, um, 
want to eat. A student Democrat leader at Princeton University said he would exclude conservative students from a prestigious eating club because they're bigots who make trans people feel uncomfortable. This is from the reporting of The College Fix. Micah Bilger is the writer. Nate Howard, president of the Princeton College Democrats, told the Daily Princetonian that there is a stigma against Republicans on the Ivy League campus, and he does not want them to become members of another club that he belongs to, the Princeton Tower Club. The exclusive eating club chooses members through a process called bicker. What? It typically includes competitions and interviews. Mr. Howard told the newspaper, I'm in the club. We do bicker, but I don't want bigots eating of my club. And they may say like, oh, conservative views are marginalized. But I don't want people to eat in my eating club that will make trans people feel uncomfortable. What exactly is an eating club? Is it is it what is it is it literally a place where people go and they eat? I've never heard of such a thing. At Princeton, the past president of the College Republicans said attitudes like that are one of the biggest reasons why the club struggles to recruit new members. Quote, if identifying as a Republican is something that's going to ostracize you from your social network, you're not going to do it. And this kid graduated in 2016. The current club president, Jaden Stewart, says they also struggle to sell Republicanism as a brand because many students just assume that Republicans are racist and sexist. Well, I'm not terribly surprised by that. So anyway, I guess the Republicans will have to go find another eating club to join. But again, why would you, I, I'm assuming it costs money to join the eating club. Why would you just not go down to the local Idaho Waffle House with a couple of your friends and you could call that your eating club? According to the, all right, someone just sent me some information here. A dining club or eating club is a social group usually requiring membership, which may or not be available only to certain people, which meets for dinner and discussions on a regular basis. Well, this sounds like a snooze fest. I believe there is a little restaurant in Gainesville, Georgia, and they do something similar to this. Uh, it's a great restaurant, by the way. They've got all the, the if, if it's the one I'm thinking about, and they have something called the Liar's Table, Ben Dieter. And all these old guys sit around, and they basically, I don't know, tell lies and eat good food. Sounds like a great place to hang out. Right, just a bunch of guys shooting the, you know, shooting, shooting the breeze. The, yeah, watch yourself. I was catching myself there. <laughs> And um, having a big old thing, a big old jug of sweet tea right in the middle of it all. I, well, I don't someone's, have a problem with that. Someone's got to listen to your tall tales and not call you out. Exactly. Or maybe they do. <laughs> but you know, you know that Princeton thing. Honestly, I think the Republicans are better off. You know what? Don't go. You know what? I We don't eat the same food as them. So I don't know why the Republicans were trying... To even exp try to experience that side, 
why go to the dark side? We have it good on ours. We have meat. We eat meat. We eat fast food. We're happy at night. It's true. We don't go to bed hungry. It's true. It's true. Again, and I can only imagine the conversations around the table. You know, it's ladies first. What do you mean by that? What do you mean ladies get to speak first? Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? It's that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, um, I don't know. I think Republicans, I think you're better off avoiding the eating club at Princeton. Honestly, as someone who graduated two years ago, you're better off just avoiding a cafeteria. Get HelloFresh or someone. I don't know. Oh, really? So college, college food is still bad. It's horrible. Is that right? It's not changed. With everything progressing in this world and life, Todd, that has not. Oh, Interesting. By the way, Ben Dieter, we have to brag on you. Uh, there are thousands of people in town this weekend. Big St. Jude Marathon, the St. Jude Children's Hospital. 26,000 people come into the Bluff City. And you are going to be running the marathon tomorrow. KWAM written all over my chest. That's the radio station. Do you? <laughs> I love this. Do you? Have you been getting advice from people? I mean, you're you're a runner and you're a pretty good runner. Well, I've been asking people for advice on the morning show, had a lot of encouragement and a lot of people just saying, don't get shot. But that could also be a great motivation to run fast. Well, this is my concern because when the race starts, they will fire a starter, a starting, a starter pistol. And when that happens, I think everybody just drops to the dirt. Nobody's running. Everybody's on the ground. Well, I'm shocked in our woke city, uh, ran by progressives, we even have pistols starting races. So are you, so do you have like a plan here? Have you been training a long time for the, for the marathon? No, I haven't run in like over a month and a half, Todd. So you're just going to get out there and run 26.2 miles. Allegedly. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, we're going to be out there cheering you on. Good for you. And uh, if you have any advice for uh, for Dieter as he's about to take part in this marathon, is this your first marathon? It's my it's my second. All right. So so you're a veteran then. If you survived the first, yeah. All right. Good for you. All right. Well, give Ben Dieter a call if you've got some uh, advice guidance as he prepares to run the St. Jude Marathon in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to all of the uh, the runners from all over America who are in our great city. Run fast. Wear Kevlar. 901-260-5926. It is open line Friday. We're going to the phones in the next hour. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election storm 
coming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun toting, Bible clinging, deplorable American. That's us, that's right. I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. And hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So very happy to have you with us today. This is hour three of the big show, and we've got a lot going on today, folks. A lot going on. We're going to be getting to your calls as well. This is Open Line Friday, and you're allowed to talk about whatever you want to talk about on today's program. We will be taking your calls and questions. Of course, uh, the big news uh, breaking just before our show started today Congressman George Santos expelled from the House of Representatives, and a lot of people are very upset about this. A lot of Republicans are very upset about this, um, and they're pointing out the sheer hypocrisy that people like Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff, and most recently Jamal Bowman remain in Congress in spite of committing egregious acts. So we're going to be taking your calls right down our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. I want to go first, though, to our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Great to have with us from Oklahoma. Great American patriot and, and a guy you just don't want to mess with, uh, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. Uh, Senator, good to have you back with us. Hey, brother. Good to be on your show again. And uh, we appreciate, first of all, I just want to say thank you. It's, we haven't had you on since that dust-up uh, at the U.S. Senate between you and the union uh, leader. And I just want to say on behalf of the men of America, thank you for what you did. Well, I I, I appreciate that. I, I, Of course, it was, you know, with me, I'm not, um, I, I'm not someone that's out there trying to be tough or act tough. I, I have nothing to prove to anybody. But at the same time, you got to stand up these people they, we we were silent too long and and not everybody has the ability to stand up and push back and when we do we can we have the ability we have the the duty i believe to do so and they can't keep doing what they're doing expect us to be silent and uh, i think it, every now and then it just kind of kind of boils to the point and i have a great disdain for bullies anyways and that's what this guy was absolutely and you could you could see that coming a country mile who this guy was and, and what he was up to and you're right. I, I think you know one of the big challenges when I was at Fox News for you know 15 years, and they would always say, "Never, you know, we never push back." Somebody calls you X, Y, or Z, they question your character and integrity. Just let it go. Well, the problem is if you let things like that go, Senator, over time that perception becomes a reality. So I think it's right. it's, incumbent, it's incumbent to stand up and, and speak the truth. I, I agree. And, and I'll never, I, I tell people all the time and I tell my boys, I raise my boys and my girls the same way. I, you know, I've been blessed with six wonderful kids and, uh, and you know, we're a pretty active family. I mean, all of my kids wrestle, two kids are wrestling court currently for Oklahoma state university. And, 
And uh, what I tell people is like, we have nothing to prove to anybody, so we never make anybody feel uncomfortable. But the minute they cross that line, you meet them at the line. You meet them right where they're at. You, you, there's, no, there's no gray area. And you don't allow them to close the distance, you close the distance. Um, and, and, then, and then you just escalate it as far as they're willing to take the escalation. But you're always one step ahead of them. Uh, and and I, I think that's true to us, too. We're, and Republicans, we're not looking to, to be in the fray. In fact, most Republicans just want to be left alone. We just want to live in the freedom that we were given by being born in this greatest country in the world. So leave us the heck alone. It's when the government and when people intrude into our lives that sometimes that mentality still stays place. If I ignore it, it goes away. It's not going to go away. We, knew, we know that now. So we got to meet them at where they're at and make sure that we have right on our side, which we do when we're not being aggressors, but we sure the heck are going to finish it. Yeah, well said, well said. Senator, I want to jump into some legislation that uh, you are uh, sponsoring along with some other great senators around the country uh, to protect farmers and ranchers, and they've already been slammed by so many of these government uh, overreaches. Uh, I want you to tell our listeners about the Black Vulture Relief Act. What will that do? Well, well, this comes from from personal experience. You know, I was I was raised on a, on a ranch my whole life. I raised my kids on a ranch, cow calf operation, uh, and I tell everybody the best way to become a millionaire raising cattle is start with two and you get to one. And so, farming and ranching is tough. It's always been tough, but it's a way of life, and we're losing that way of life. And the biggest threat we have to us is the overhanding reach of the federal government from us to be able to do our job. You know, there's a small percentage of us, less than one percent of the population feeds 100% of the world. And uh, and we had this black vulture that was on the endangered species. Rightfully so, it probably should have been placed there a long time ago. But in the last 35 years, the population has grown by 500%. And this, this new breed of black vultures are extremely aggressive. And so if you have a sick cow, um, they will literally eat the eyeballs out of a cow while she's still alive. On calving season, which most of us calve in the fall and calve in the winter, uh, or I mean calve in the spring. And so we're just out of calving season right now, but we just came out of it. If you have a cat that's a newborn and you have a uh, you have buzzers that are that are roosting around your place, which, by the way, they'll kill a tree in about a month if they're roosting in it, and they will literally attack the cat. They're, they're big, they're aggressive, and they'll eat the butt out of the cat. And we can't do anything about it. These stupid black vultures are protected almost like the bald eagle. You have to get hold of fish and wildlife to be able to protect your cattle. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Um, unless, the, unless the federal government is going to pay for every one of those calves that are there, and sometimes they will, most of the time they don't, though, you can't do anything. And so since the population is put up there, we're saying, hey, let's, let us protect our herd. The black vulture is not endangered anymore. We know that the numbers are actually becoming a nuisance, and the farmers and ranchers out there need to be able to do what they can to protect their property and, and the property or their cattle. And you've got um, you've got a lot um, a lot of cattlemen's associations from around the state or from around the country, rather. I believe nineteen that are already backing you guys. So state farm bureaus as well. And um, again, the point of this is how devastating it is to these small family farms. How much, on average, would you say it costs you know, a rancher if you have a little calf that's killed by these black vultures? What kind of a price tag are we talking about here? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what we just sold some steers for off the place last uh, or two weeks ago, uh, which we got good prices for, and the prices are up on cattle on all all protein right now. So pork, chicken. 
uh, and, and beef, uh, it's all up, which is good. In some cases, it's bad because of the Biden uh, economics that we're dealing with here. And but the I sold 650 weights two weeks ago and I got 357 a pound for them. Now that's high. Um, that's you're probably going to get somewhere around 250 a pound. And those are yearlings, so we that you should you should have your yearlings, which are ones that were born in let's say February, March. You wean them and end of September, October, and you're selling them maybe uh, 14 days or, or, or 30 days later, and they should be somewhere around 600 600 pounds. So you're talking that, that that swing can be anywhere because the cattle price is swinging. On the low side, $1,300. On the high side, $2,300 um, per calf. That's that's significant because we only get paid when we sell cattle. So you're only getting a paycheck. Can you imagine running your business uh, or or even working for somebody that you're only able to get paid twice a year, and it ba- it's based on the crop that you that you're able to grow and sell, which is cattle. Um, and so that, that is a huge hit every time that takes place. On the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, folks, is Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. And, Senator, what is it that our listeners can, can do? Um, we've got to get this protection. We've got, or we've got to cut the red tape for the farmers and the ranchers, and we've got to protect uh, these great American patriots out there. They're busting their butts every day. So what can our listeners do to, to help you guys with this cause? They just they need to put more pressure on fish and wildlife. All of us want to want to um, they want to protect endangered species. I, and farmers and ranchers are the first environmentalists out there. There isn't anybody that takes care of your land or take more pride in your land than farmers and ranchers like myself because that that land and that water provides a living for you. But you have bureaucrats in Washington D.C. that are making decisions off of feelings, not off of facts. And when you have when you have stuff like this, in which we have a lot of animals that are that are not no longer should be listed on the endangered species, and and when they're when they're when they're not endangered anymore, a lot of times these these animals were uh, were predators, and there was a reason why that in the past we were able to protect ourselves because people don't think of a black vulture as being a predator, but it is a predator. It's not just a it, it's not just a, an animal that just eats dead animals after they've already been killed. These black vultures will kill the animal. And so when you have uh, when you have predators like this, especially that we should be delisted on endangered species, it becomes a it becomes a burden upon us. And we have to have fish and wildlife to just simply do their job. But to delist an animal off the Endangered Species Act is nearly impossible. Because what happens is environmentalist group and these and these and PETA and everybody else starts suing fish and wildlife for it, and that's the only voice they hear from. They don't hear from the general public that says, hey, why are we still doing this? And so the common sense individuals out there that's not bought and paid for by PETA and by the environmentalists, they need to be weighing in on these subjects too. And it may be out of sight, out of mind to you, but I promise you, it's costing you on your dinner plate. If you, if unless you're a vegetarian, it's costing you every time you sit down and buy protein. All right. Well, Senator, uh, we've got our marching orders, and uh, folks, reach out to your senators and let them know that you want them to support uh, Senator Mullen and and this great cause here, Senator. Again, we appreciate your time, and uh, God bless you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate your show. All Talk right. To you later. Sen- yes, sir, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen from the great state of Oklahoma. And it's, it's really tragic when you look at the amount of red tape that farmers and ranchers have to work through. Uh, this is just unacceptable. So, look, here's an opportunity for us 
to call our elected leaders up on Capitol Hill and tell them to support the Black Vulture Relief Act. Bad, bad birds right there, folks. All right. Um, want to work in a phone call here before we uh, go to break. And again, this is Open Line Friday. Let's go to William in Tennessee. William, what's on your mind? Oh, not a lot. I I live out here and well, I live in Wildersville. And I just, you know, Jackson is getting everything that's in Memphis is heading towards Jackson in a hurry. <laughs> it's, you know, get robberies in the middle of the day. People stealing cars, chase, cops chasing them, getting in car wrecks, killing kids. It's, it's bad everywhere. Um, William, one of the big problems, uh, and by the way, we just saw on um, one of the uh, cable news channels, your state, the state senator from West Tennessee, uh, Senator Brent Taylor, he's been leading this charge to crack down on this radical district attorney in Memphis, a guy by the name of Steve Mulroy, as well as these radical judges who are literally, and William, this is this is not hyperbole. They are literally releasing people from jail without bond who have been accused of killing people, and now these people are right back out on the streets causing causing mayhem. And so, hopefully, you know, we're going to be able to generate enough national attention uh, that the governor of Tennessee, Bill Lee, will have to step in and do something. Because you're right, the the crime in Memphis. One of the deadliest cities in America is now spilling over, and it's heading right up that Interstate 40 corridor to where you live. Right. Well, see, I live in Wildersville. I don't live in Jackson anymore, thank God. But I don't. I go to Jackson. I make sure I have protection. Uh, you've got to. Don't want to use it. Lord have mercy. Don't want to pull nothing like that out. You know, I've got my my hunting rifles, but I got home protection weapons also. Don't ever want to use them for what they're for. Hmm. But, you know, my father was shot and killed, and I don't want to be the one to go from lack of trying, so to speak. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that, but you're right. You have got to protect yourself, and and I tell people all the time, if you're driving through Memphis, you need to make sure that you are armed and that you are a law-abiding Second Amendment uh, gun owner. You've got to. William, got to run. I am super late for a break. Thank you for listening. Folks, we're heading right to the phones when we come back, 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us on the Todd Starnes Radio Show Open Line Friday. 
Let's go to Moorhead, North Carolina. John is on the line. Hi, John. What's what's on your mind today? Well, first is yeah, hello, John. I'm glad to hear from you again. That that it congressman. I'm glad he's gone. Reason B is we should have a higher ethical standard to be a congressman or senator. I don't need somebody in there that I, somebody could take and blackmail because they have done something wrong, like snort a little bit of coke or lied about this or get caught in a picture with somebody that's not their spouse. So that's why we should have sent him home and then everybody else get in line like a duck shoot and bang, bang, bang. I don't care if that's a Republican, Democrat, or independent, if they have done those things wrong and they violated the ethics, let's reestablish the ethics at a higher moral ground that we need to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I see that, John, and I think that's a noble thing, but the reality is there are people on Capitol Hill who have done much worse than George Santos has done, and yet they still have a seat in Congress, and this guy does not. Well, I think they should know that the painting, the handwriting's on the wall. It's time for them to go too. You think you think the handwriting's really on the wall here, Bill John? I don't. I, I honest to goodness, I don't if, see the if, Republicans if they, having the fortitude to to go after these Democrats. If they go ahead and take somebody else out, then it's there. If not, you're right. They're fortitude left too, and they need to be gone. All right. Well, John, I appreciate that call, and thank you for listening. Let's go to Bill in Indiana. Hi, Bill. What say you? Hey, Todd, thanks for taking my call. And this is a Christian's lament for all of us. The devil is in D.C. He's not there for you or me. He's there to cause trouble all you can. All he can, you see. He's trying to kill the USA. It's our land, you know. He wants to ruin you and me. But we're going to beat him, don't you see? The devil's deep inside him, and his name is Joe Biden. The devil is in D.C. He's stirring the witch's brew, trying to kill me and you. China owns him all the way. He's in their pocket, and we'll say the devil's inside him, and his name is Joe Biden. We have to fight for what's right, and God will win again. Thank you, Todd. Well, all right, Bill, uh, there with a little bit of a poetry slam uh, here on the Todd Stearns Radio Show, Open Life Friday. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, every now and again, we'll have people singing on the air. We really discourage that. Uh, but what are you going to do? All right, again, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. And uh, we're going to be getting to your calls after the bottom of the hour break. Uh, it is Open Line Friday, and that means you can talk about whatever you want to talk about here on the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Also, folks, uh, for all of our Newsmax viewers, uh, we simulcast this hour of the radio show, and we welcome all of you folks. want to encourage you to head over and get yourself a couple of free things from us. Number one, sign up for my newsletter. comes out every single day. It's filled with exclusive news and content. And also, I want to encourage you to sign up for our podcast, all three hours of the radio show. You'll be able to listen to all of our conversations every day delivered right to your inbox. All right, got to take a break. We will be right back, 901 
This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Main our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. And uh, you've also been calling for to get rid of uh, Menendez, I know. Um, but first, before we talk about that, what's your reaction to the exp- expulsion? Well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised, but but to me, I think the the more important picture is is that we have a colleague in the Senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? And you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost you know funny and like you know he. You know, landed on the the moon and a guy kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, whereas, you know, I you know I think you know Menendez I think is really a senator for Egypt. You know, not New Jersey. Uh, so I, I I I really think he needs to go. And uh, especially, it's kind of strange that if Santos uh, is not allowed to remain in the House, you know, someone like that. Yeah. Are you though uncomfortable with the fact that there hasn't been an adjudication that while he's been charged, there hasn't been a conviction? Menendez with Menendez. Uh, I, I, I am. I, I am. And it's like he has the right uh, to, for his, his day in court and all that. But he doesn't have the right to, to have those kind of votes and things that uh, yeah. th- that's not that's not a right. And, and I think uh, we need to make that kind of decision to uh, send him out. All right. Um, wow. That was Senator Federdeck from uh, Pennsylvania and uh, really going after Senator Menendez from New Jersey. Uh, we'll see if how all of this plays out. I want to go right now, though, to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line uh, from New Jersey, Congressman Jeff Van Drew from the 2nd Congressional District. Uh, Congressman, w- w- what's your reaction to what you just heard from Senator Fetterman? Well, look, it's, it's, it's a good point. I mean, as far as Menendez, you know, we can't be m- removing people right and left. There has to be real reason. Let me talk about uh, George Santos, former Congressman Santos. So before the ethics report came out and this vote came up before, I did not vote to expel him. However, the difference is now the ethics report came out. Uh, It was damning. And it isn't just minor funny things. He's wrong about that. Uh, People who use their credit cards, including congressmen and their families, 
to try to help to support George when he was in a tough election, George Santos. That credit card number was then used to buy all kinds of inappropriate stuff and to increase the amount of money that was given to his campaign beyond SEC limits. So now you've got families who donated to George Santos that have to hire lawyers for tens of thousands of dollars because they're going to court for contributing more than the legal limit. So that was a terrible thing. And there were other things that were terrible as well. So, you know, it's a a real concern. Um, We have to be very careful when we use the tool of expelling. Uh, It was a sad day for America. Uh, It it does. It makes me sad. This is one of the tougher votes I've taken in my life in in general and all the public service in in which I've been involved. So um, I, I think now... We have to move beyond this. Uh, I think there is a real issue with Menendez. And these are all alleged, just as they are with George Santos. The difference is with George Santos, they did an ethics report in the ethics committee by his colleagues and fellow Republicans. And that ethics report was damning. That hasn't happened yet, unfortunately, with Senator Menendez. Senator Menendez should resign. George Santos should have resigned as well. They're besmirching the the House and the Senate. Congressman, I I hear what you're saying. And uh, and again, I mean, the the evidence against Santos is is disgusting. Um, A lot of folks, including a good many Republicans in the House, say that this should have been done after the man was convicted. Um, why did you decide to to vote to expel when he has not been convicted of a crime yet? couple reasons. One of them is there's nothing in the Constitution that requires that, and I am a constitutionalist. There is absolutely nothing that requires that. Secondly, because of the ethics report. Remember, I had voted previously not to because there was no ethics report. There was rumors. There were discussions. He was being prosecuted. There were charges, charges. But the Ethics Committee of the House of Representatives investigated this, and it was awful. It really was disgusting. And, you know, it's one thing even, quite frankly, if you're misusing campaign funds by mistake, or even if you're misusing campaign funds on purpose, let the, you know, let the constituents, his voters, figure out what they want to do with them. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with that. When you start hurting innocent people. Remember, innocent people were victims of his fraud. Uh, and, and that is what came out in the ethics committee. Uh, so no, he hasn't been, it hasn't all been adjudicated in court yet, but it certainly was by the ethics committee, the house of representatives. That's why I voted the way that I did. Uh, I haven't been shy when somebody is truly neglectful of their duties. For example, Alejandro Mayorkas, who is the you know director of Homeland Security, um, he should be impeached. And but I he hasn't we're been. Go but but Congressman, but he hasn't been. Uh, the, I, I understand. But, no, what, I understand what's happened here. But the Republicans have been very, very, very aggressive when it comes to George Santos. I haven't seen that same level of aggression towards people like Mayorkas or the Biden family crime syndicate or Jamal Bowman, who, by the way, the Ethics Committee uh, he, said, "Yeah, nothing to see here, folks." Let me, let me tell you something. Um, I have been very vocal. If you know me at all, every day, in every way, I've been speaking about the president, his brother, 
his son, the Department of Justice, the Attorney General, uh, the Director of the FBI. I'm on the Judiciary Committee. Uh, to their faces, I have told them that they've perjured themselves. I have gone after them. So I can't speak for every member of the House of Representatives, but nobody's going to tell me that I haven't been because I have. Didn't accuse you, Congressman, but I am saying that the the House caucus in general, uh, the fact remains, nobody's been impeached. There's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of hearings and investigations, but nothing's happened. The only thing that's happened is that George Santos has been expelled. I, I hear what you're saying. And I, and I do. I feel that pain. I understand what people are saying. And that's a really solid, good point. But nevertheless, I had a decision to make, as did every member. And I don't fault members on either side of this. I really don't. Uh, this was a real tough one. Believe me, it would have been tough for you, too, if you read the ethics report. The bottom line, though, is here's the point you're making. And I agree with you. I mean, let's not be hypocritical. It was a real issue with former Congressman Santos. There is a real issue with Mayorkas. There's a real issue with the president. I am on every piece of legislation as a sponsor to impeach them. And I will continue to push for that, as well as my good friend Jim Jordan is doing the same. And I believe that you are going to see it. Uh, So, you know, we're going to have to wait just a little bit longer. But I think the Mayorkas issue is coming up very soon. Uh, well, I hope so. And But again, when you look at, at Jamal Bowman, which I think is the comparable issue to some extent here, in that a crime was actually committed, there was evidence, and he admitted to the crime, and yet there wasn't even a slap on the wrist. And I think for the average voters, Congressman, I think they look at that and they say, whoa, what's what's going on here? That, that just doesn't make much sense to, to the average American voter out there. Yep. Um very serious, certainly a problem. He was caught on camera. Um, again, there were innocent victims. If that had been, this was somebody's mom who's been defrauded tens of thousands of dollars. If that had been your mom or one of your listeners' moms or part of their family, they would have been pretty upset as well. So that was the real issue there for me. It wasn't just if it had been a campaign financing, even I, I got to be honest with you, even if you, you misused campaign finances, I don't like removing anybody from office because you're overturning, especially someone who's elected, you're overturning the will of the people. The people have to decide. And believe me, George was not going to win another election, George Santos, and he wasn't even going to run in another election. So I get it. But that is what was the determinant factor for me. Look, I know what people think. And I know that there are Republicans out there that are tired and worn out from being beaten up all the time by, you know, people in authority in our government that they don't trust. And it seems like we're always at the short end of the stick. I get it. But I'm not being hypocritical because I'm willing to put up with the slings and arrows of going after Mayorkas. And again, I can only speak for myself. I can speak a little bit for Congressman Jim Jordan, good friend of mine. Uh, because he has the same attitude. You know, we've got to go in there and play for real and let the American people what's going on, because there is corruption in the FBI. There is corruption at the attorney general's office. There is corruption uh, at so many different levels of government, uh, in, including, home, you know, homeland security. Uh, and it needs to be addressed. And we damn well better address it, because not only is the public angry, there are other congressmen like me that are very angry as well and want this to move forward. All right. Real quick here, uh, Congressman, I know that uh, you were on Newsmax 
and uh, you you talked about the, the Biden White House, and you said they want to change the fabric of the United States. And I'm curious to know what you what you meant by that. Look, and I, I'm going to shoot straight on this. This is something that you know you either think that the, the president, in all honesty, is an empty shell, um, but the people around him, you either think that they're really stupid and that they're purposely diminishing and defunding our police, degrading our cities, leaving our borders open, wokeifying every aspect of our country, including the military. I mean, there are military applications now where you fill out what's your choice of pronouns, he, she, it. Um, they, they, want, they put in the Defense Authorization Act, the Democrats did, to have drag queen ambassadors to attract a new and different kind of person to the military. You can't make this stuff up. They're destroying the very essence of the United States of America in every way. So you either think they're real stupid, and I don't, or that they want to change America as we know it. And, Todd, here's the real, this is the nub of it all. This is what really matters here. You either believe that America, the United States of America, is an exceptional country, that we have American exceptionalism, that we have Americanism in our country, that we are better than any other experiment in democracy and a republic that the world has ever seen, and we are. Or you believe in globalism, that we're all pretty much the same, and America is just part, they like to say, of a big family, which means we're the same as everybody else every other socialist country, communist country, whatever it may be, yeah. and, and that there is no uniqueness to America. I am an, a, an Amer- USA first guy, and I believe that that's what we have to stand for. I believe these folks are trying to change the very essence and structure of this nation, that we are no longer that, and we're just one more country on the planet. If that happens, in my opinion, not only do we lose the country, we lose the planet, I believe they're doing it on purpose. All right. Well, Congressman, we're going to have to leave it there. We appreciate you coming on and answering the tough questions and hope you have a great weekend, sir. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate what you do. Take care. All right. Uh, Congressman Jeff Van Drew, Republican from New Jersey. And uh, look, I understand and I hear what he is saying, but the reality is the Republicans are going to have a very difficult time out on the campaign trail when they go to the voters and they say, we did not impeach Biden. We didn't impeach Mayorkas. We didn't get the, the Hunter Biden crime syndicate and all of that taken care of. We didn't, we didn't get rid of Bowman or Swalwell or Rashida Tlaib or Ilhan Omar or Adam Shifty Schiff. But by golly, we got one of our own. We, we were able to expel George Santos, and that's, that's why we need to be reelected and we need to be given control of Congress. I, I'm not sure the voters are going to buy that, folks. I, I really don't. So anyway, we'll open up the phone lines here. 901-260-5926 is our number. This is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 elections 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, let's get right to the phone lines here, everybody. Let's start in Florida with Carol. Hi, Carol. What's on your mind? Hi. Well, I guess what's on my mind is what you just closed out with, that uh, rep from New Jersey, uh, Jeff Van Drew, I think his name was. Jeff Van Drew. I don't understand that people talking about how they're doing it, they're doing it, and I get it. You know, we got to have the ducks in a row. I mean, I was in real estate for 30 years. I get it, you know, paperwork. But what the heck is going on? Um, the president has committed treason. I mean, right? If, if, if nothing else, uh, they have the documents, the, the bank statements. They know that there's, there was money going there, and they know there's no way Hunter and, and James Biden did it by themselves. So every day he sits in office, He's a threat to, to American people. He's a threat to our country. And what are, why are we, why are we, I get it, we're playing around with these other people. The Democrats are throwing people out there and pushing their agendas to, to, to side, uh, to, uh, how do you say, to like get the focus off of them. They can't, I get it, they're doing that. But when are we going to get back there? When are we getting back to why the heck is Trump in jail, you know, like being prosecuted for this crap and, and why is you know, why is the, the legal part not being fair to him and just all these different things? Why are we not like outraged and doing something? Carol, That's this my, is my part thing. this is part of a of a long time problem with the Republican Party. They've been out of power for so long they do not know how to lead. And what they're more concerned about is protecting their power base than doing the right thing. And so it's easier for them to go after one of their own, for example, George Santos, who no doubt is 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 a bad egg. He's he's the guy, he he doesn't belong in Congress. But that's a decision for the people of his congressional district, not the house of, not the rest of the House of Representatives. But regardless, the reason why, Carol, is very simple. They don't want to pick a fight with the Democrats. I mean, it, 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 that that's what it's really all about. Appreciate that call. Let's go to Keith in North Carolina. Hi, Keith. What say you? Hey, congratulations on your new TV show. I really enjoy it. Thank you. The reason, the, the reason that I called is the reason the Republicans don't do anything is because they don't have the inner fortitude. That they're, not like, they're not like Elon Musk. They are unwilling to tell the press exactly what they think about it. The press scares them to death. No matter what they do, the press is going to defend the Democrats and attack the Republicans. And these guys don't have the gonads to stand up for what's right. Yeah, Keith, you're, you're spot on accurate there. And you're right. Just like Elon Musk, uh, he said, you know what? I don't want you. We can't repeat what he said on the air, but he said, basically, take a flying flip. That's what he told all those advertisers. But he's not going to be bullied. He's not going to be intimidated. You know, this has happened to me a time or two, Keith. Uh, I own the, a news talk radio station in Memphis, Tennessee, and we have been denied government advertising contracts because of what we talk about on the radio. We're not going to water down our message, so if they don't want to advertise with our great audience, fine, that's on them. So I say good for Elon Musk. 
But you are absolutely correct, Keith. We need Republicans with very large man parts and lady parts, people who are willing to take a stand regardless of the consequences. So again, as as bad as George Santos is, do you really think he is worse than Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen? Because clearly that's the message the Republicans in charge of the House just sent us. Well, folks, it's gonna. We're ramping it up here. We're going to be uh, heading right into our Newsmax TV show on N2, and I hope you stick around and watch our great show. We have a lot of fun. We're going to be talking to the head of the National Religious Broadcasters. We're also going to be taking your calls as well. It has been a fun week here on N2, and of course on the radio show. Folks, head over to ToddStarns.com. You get out there and have a great Friday, and whatever you do, be sure to go to church this weekend. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.